0: You've already heard me talk about Stu McLaren's free membership workshop coming up this week, but this episode is brought to you by Stu McLaren's free membership masterclass, Three Secrets to Building a Profitable Membership. So yes, it is separate from the workshop, and yes, you do need to register for them separately. So basically what this masterclass is, is after the workshop concludes, this masterclass is going to wrap everything up in a nice little bow and answer any remaining questions that you have. So join me for this free membership masterclass this coming Sunday called Three Secrets to Building a Profitable Membership. And even if you're listening to this episode after this masterclass is over, there will be a waitlist for the next masterclass. So head to the show notes and register and join me. And don't forget to join my free pop-up Facebook group also in the show notes because we will be having a post-masterclass party. I'll see you there. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, in this episode, we're going to talk about membership pricing. And in this episode in particular, we're going to focus on play spaces that have an in-person offering and in this case, primarily open play. So if you have a soft play rental business or a balloon business or a rental business, anything like that, stay tuned because I have an episode coming up for you in this episode, we're going to dive into open play memberships. Now, if you're somebody who is looking to launch an online membership and have the online membership be standalone from your brick and mortar facility, if you have a brick and mortar facility, then I would encourage you to sign up for the free workshop that I have linked in the show notes. I am not the online membership expert. Yes, I have one and I absolutely love it and it's changed my life, but I am not the online membership expert. I am the PlaySpace expert. So again, in this episode, we're going to dive deep on PlaySpace memberships, but if you want to learn more about pricing online memberships, check out Stu McLaren's free workshop, which is linked in the show notes, because he is definitely going to cover that in the free portion of his workshop. All right, so I want to talk about the three steps to determining your pricing for your open play membership. The first step is to define your ideal customer. Now, a lot of people already have an idea of who their ideal customer is because that was one of the first steps you likely took when you designed your business, when you created your space and designed your play area and determined the type of play that you were going to offer and differentiated yourself against competition, all that good stuff. But a lot of times there are specific ideal customers for your different revenue streams. For example, I've talked on this podcast about how our party ideal customer actually looked a lot different from our membership ideal customer. Because our parties were more premium priced, generally when I look at the majority of our highest party clients, and when I say highest party clients, I mean the ones that booked the highest packages, which is really what we focused on because nobody in our area was really offering anything similar. So when I look at the majority of people who booked the most expensive, most elaborate parties, it was generally working parents that didn't have a lot of time to DIY. It was generally a dual income household, and they typically lived up to an hour away from our facility. When I look at our membership customer, it was generally a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad who was home during the day and had a lot of time because our open play hours were during the day, so normally parents who worked a nine-to-five wouldn't have a chance to come often enough to make a membership really worth it they were a little bit more price conscious because our membership offered the most value and it was the cheapest way to play multiple times a week at our facility which we'll talk more about in a second but just know in general it's okay to have different ideal customer avatars for different revenue streams so the first step is going to determine your is going to be to determine your ideal customer for your membership offer The next step is going to be figuring out how you want to differentiate your offer. And then the third and final step is to integrate your membership offer with your other offers and price them so that they're easily discernible. So let's dive a little bit deeper into each of these three steps that I mentioned. So at the beginning of this episode, I already talked about defining your ideal customer avatar, and I in fact have an entire podcast episode just about that. And I mentioned how party customers might look a little bit different from membership customers, but let's talk a little bit about what might make a 10-pack customer different from a membership customer. Now, I'm making some assumptions in this episode. I'm just going to, for example's sake, assume that you have three different ways to invite people to purchase open play passes. So the first might be just a day pass, so maybe $15. The second option might be a 10-pack of play passes because, again, that's really common. And then the third option might be a membership. So, again, I'm just going to assume that you as a play space have these three different options for people when they visit your facility for open play. Now, everybody already knows what the benefit of purchasing a one-day pass is, right? It's the cheapest option. It's convenient. It's convenient. And it's probably best for somebody who's either never visited your facility before or who just doesn't have any plans on making your facility part of their routine just yet, right? We, of course, have many different ways to win them over and have them continue along their customer journey with us and then maybe someday upgrade to a 10-pack of play passes and then maybe someday upgrade to a membership. So I'm not going to talk too much about what the ideal customer avatar looks like for just a one-day pass because – It's pretty obvious. So let's talk about the difference between a 10-pack customer and a membership customer. And I'm going to use my business as an example because a 10-pack customer definitely looked a little bit different than a membership customer. So somebody who was most interested in a 10-pack of Play Passes, and just to give you a little bit more background, our 10-pack of Play Passes never expired. So they didn't expire after a year. People could purchase them and use them whenever. So they were very popular for gifting. Or again, if somebody might live a little bit further away, that was a little bit more appealing to have these 10 play passes that never expired as opposed to an unlimited membership because if they live 30, 40, 50 minutes away, they're probably not going to be able to work our facility into their daily or weekly routine. So again, our 10-pack customer lived a little bit further away from our facility. Our 10-pack customer might be a working parent, either part-time or full-time. So they didn't have as much availability during our open play hours because our open play hours were generally during the day. We very rarely had nighttime open play hours just because our area didn't really demand it. We did try that several different times. So a 10-pack customer might be a working parent or might just have a little bit less availability. And their children might be toddler, preschool-aged, or school-aged. Because in our area, there are a ton of play options for toddlers, preschoolers, and school-aged children. So in our area, people with those age children were a little bit less inclined to purchase our unlimited open play memberships just because they were likely already members of the zoo and of our strong children's museum and all of these different various options. There were just so many play options, but for babies and um, infants and crawlers and things like that, there were no other options in our area for the first couple years that we were in business. So that's why those types of parents who had children that were, again, probably under three years old, they were much more inclined to purchase our unlimited open play memberships. So just to review, our 10-pack customer lived a little bit further away, generally 20 minutes or more from our facility. They typically had one or both parents working full-time, and then their children were a little bit older, or they had multiple children, at least one of whom was in school. So again, they had more options for play, and they were less inclined to purchase unlimited memberships. Our membership customer generally had at least one parent or caregiver who stayed at home, so not necessarily a parent. It could be a grandparent. It could be a nanny who watched the child, but generally it was a children who a child who was not in daycare, not in preschool, because again, we were typically open for open play during those school hours. So this was a child who received care at home. It was somebody who lived a lot closer to our facility. So they were coming a lot more often. And again, most of our membership customers, I would say upwards of 85% had kids under three and over 50% had children under one, like literally crawlers. So when we talked about or when we thought about promoting our memberships and advertising our memberships, we focused heavily on new parents and parents of children under one. And we gave a lot of incentives for anybody who had a first birthday party at our facility to enroll in our membership offer because we knew that, again, children under three benefited most from our open play membership. So we knew that their parents would be most interested in them. So again, our 10-pack and membership customer looked completely different. And it's really up to you on how you communicate your membership offer, how you put your copy together, the words that you use, the images that you use so that somebody can very easily say, okay, a 10 pack is best for me or a membership is best for me. And we're going to talk about that in step number three in just a moment. But for now, let's move on to step number two, figuring out how you want to differentiate your offer. Now, this is going to depend a lot on your current facility. So for us, we didn't really have that consistent of a class schedule or an event schedule, so we didn't offer the option to add events or classes into our membership offer. We really prided ourselves on our cafe offerings. So we bundled our coffee offerings together with our memberships and we tried around with different offers. We tried bundling unlimited lattes, unlimited coffees, and we ended up figuring out that if we just provided one coffee every single visit for our members, and we also gave them a little uh, logo climbing vines mug. If we provided one drip coffee for people every single time they visited, we found out that was a huge incentive for people to purchase memberships. Now, a lot of people are probably thinking, well, what if lattes or what if our signature drinks are are more popular options? Well, we did allow people to upgrade to a more expensive drink. We just deducted the price of the drip coffee. So in this case, our drip coffee was $2. So they could choose any menu item and we would just, again, have a button on our register that subtracted their member pricing, which in this case was $2 per drink. Now, Allison at Village Play, she does have a regular class schedule. So in her membership offer, she bundles her classes together. So if you need a little bit more inspiration, if you have a regular class schedule, check out Village Play. If you have a regular event calendar, then I would check out Alicia at Gentle Hands Play Space in Tallahassee she has amazing beautifully curated events and she has a special membership option where people can purchase an open play membership and then add on her event pass we were just talking about this last night in our group coaching call and again it's an optional upgrade and we're going to talk about tiered pricing in a second but i love how she combines her main revenue streams her open play and her events to really create a compelling membership offer so if you need more inspiration about how to combine events, go to Alicia at Gentle Hands Play Space in Tallahassee. Now, if your community has a big homeschool community, or if you cater to play for older children, so our facility really only catered up to age five, so we never really saw a homeschool membership as necessary in our situation. But Christine has play for children up to twelve years old, so she has a homeschool membership and. In the copy that she uses, in her membership offer, she really focuses on these homeschooling families with older children who have hours to fill during the day. And she has a classroom where kids can kind of sit and do their homeschool assignments and play intermittently. So I absolutely love how Christine has used this aspect of her community to her advantage in that she has a large homeschooling community and because she's a homeschooler herself. All right, moving on to step number three. Now that you figured out how you want to differentiate your offer, again, using your different revenue streams and using your current facility highlights to create a really compelling membership offer. Now you really want to price your membership so that your offers are easily discernible. And one of the most common things I see in Playmaker Society is people say, yeah, I have a membership offer, of course, but I only have a couple members because my staff doesn't really know how to talk about them, or I don't really know how to promote them because we already have open play passes and we already have 10 packs of passes. It feels like our sales script, when somebody walks in the door, is just going to be a million pages long and it's going to be way too cumbersome to explain all of our different offers. So, what I recommend is to make it extremely easy for somebody to discern, okay. I am a 10-pack customer, or I can benefit most from the membership. You want to be able to empower your people with easy numbers and a script so that they can easily say, hey, if this sounds like you, this is your best option. If this is you, this is your best option. And again, that all goes into defining your ideal customer avatar. Now, you don't have to get into the nitty-gritty, and you don't have to say, oh, what's your income, or do you or your spouse stay home, or are you a single parent, or Do you live within 20 miles of the facility, right? You don't have to give all of those details, but you can ask them how they plan to use your facility, and then you can easily help them decide what their best option is and how they can get the most value from your different offers. So let's say again that you have three different ways to play. So you have a one-day play pass, you have a 10-pack of passes, and you have a membership offer. Let's talk about how to price your membership offer so that it's very easy for somebody to decide if it's going to be worth it for them. And it can be tricky to price open play memberships because there's really no explicit costs, right? In a lot of my paid courses and in a lot of my podcasts and videos, I talk about profit margin and how to calculate your prices based on that equation. However, again, with open play passes, it's a little bit trickier because technically it doesn't really cost you anything to have one more person in your door. Yes, of course, there's going to be cleanup after. There's going to be utilities and rent. You have a ton of costs associated with open play, but none of them are direct on a single open play pass. So it can be a little bit tricky, but let's talk through this together. So let's say your open play pass is $15. In this case, I would recommend pricing your membership for a single child at $60 per month. Now, I didn't just pull this number out of anywhere. This is how we priced our memberships. And to me, this was the easiest way to both have my staff understand, okay, what is a membership customer? What is a 10-pack customer? And it made it so easy for our customers to, like I said, put themselves into one bucket or the other. Now, I recommend pricing your membership at $60 a month if your open play pass is $15 because if somebody comes more than once per week or four times in a month, they get instant savings. And the more they come, the more they save. And again, this is very easy to communicate. It's very easy for your staff to say, oh, do you plan on coming more than once a week? Perfect. A membership is the best option oh, do you not plan on coming more than once a week? A 10-pack is going to be your best value. And in that case, a membership actually wouldn't save them any money. So let's say somebody comes five times a month. Then they're saving $15 or 20% overall on OpenPlay. If they come six times a month, they're saving $30 or 33% on OpenPlay. And it just goes up from there. So I would literally have a chart and have somebody be able to see, okay, if i come to this facility 678 times wow look at how much money i'm going to be able to save and a lot of times this really helps especially the frugal customer who might have one or more parents staying home or might have one or more parent in part-time work. So again, they might be a little bit more frugal. Now, I'm making some generalizations there, so please don't get upset with me. I'm just using statistics and speaking from my own experience. So I love having a visual chart so that, again, it empowers your team to be able to easily talk about your memberships. And just having all of that in black and white really helps people justify that cost. So I would definitely recommend Making a chart not only to show how much you can save with a membership, but also comparing a 10-pack of play passes versus your membership. And something that I wanted to mention is that I want you to remember that your members will use your space differently. So a lot of people will say, well, if I charge $60 a month for an open play membership, what if they come every single day? What if you know they come twice a day if that's an option for you, if you allow people to come multiple times in a day? I want you to remember that your members are going to use your space differently. They're going to get to know your open play hours. And typically, in my experience, they actually avoid your busy hours. So they're not taking up a lot of space that could be taken up by a full price open playing customer. And generally, they don't stay as long. So even if they're coming every single day, they're not staying three, four, five hours like an open play pass customer would. They're maybe staying 30 to 60 minutes because, again, for us, our members typically had younger children who just couldn't tolerate as long of a time in our space. So a lot of people get nervous about offering these lower priced unlimited open play memberships because they worry that their space is going to be completely booked up or completely filled with membership customers all the time. But like I said, In my experience, members just use spaces differently, and don't forget, they also bring friends, and they also are usually the first to buy drinks or snacks or book your events or classes, things like that. So I want to put your mind at ease a little bit. Even when somebody buys an unlimited open play membership, I found that it is very uncommon for them to really visit your facility more than a couple times a week. Now, my tip is to have the membership be tied to the child and to allow any caregiver to bring the child in. And there's a couple different reasons for that. Number one, we really wanna create a habit and we wanna become this family's go to place. And having this child be able to come with any caregiver will really skyrocket the value of the membership and be a much easier sell without really increasing your costs whatsoever. As a parent, I love these types of memberships because I know that any sitter or grandparent or anybody who's watching my kids will always have somewhere to go that I trust, that I'm comfortable with, that I know my kids will enjoy. So I love tying the membership to the child. And honestly, most membership software, so whether you use Aluvi or Acuity or Square or anything like that, it's a lot easier generally to tie the membership to the child. Because again, when you check in, you give the child's name. Yes, of course, you want to have the caregiver's name on record as well in terms of having a waiver, but it's just easier and it skyrockets the value of your membership if you can tie the membership to the child and not to a specific adult caregiver. And different adult caregivers like grandparents or sitters, they are more likely to buy snacks and drinks, so keep that in mind. Now, a lot of people will say, well, what about children or what about families with multiple children? Now, there are a couple different options. So a lot of people in playmaker society are moving towards single child versus family passes. So essentially, it's one flat rate to have a family pass instead of an additional price per child. Now, this didn't work for us because, again, we really cater to play for kids under five years old. So We didn't really want to make our memberships attractive to those families with three, four, or five children because at least half of their kids wouldn't really be interested in our space. So we just knew that our memberships weren't going to be of great value for them. So we didn't want to spend a lot of time or effort or marketing on these types of families because we just knew that our facility wasn't a good fit for them. But for somebody like Christine at Sweet Peas Play Cafe in Kokomo, Indiana – Again, she caters to children up to 12 years old. So a single child versus a family pass makes a lot more sense to her, and that's going to make her facility kind of a no-brainer choice for these larger families who are kind of priced out of memberships that charge per child. So again, you really have to take into account your type of facility. So an example of this would be $60 for a single child membership and $100 for a family of, let's say, up to five children. Now, like I said, the other option is multiple children add-ons. So for example, $60 a month for the first child and $40 for each additional child, or you can even get more granular and say $60 for the first child, $40 for the second, $20 for the third, however you wanna do it. That's what we ended up doing is kind of a sliding scale. So it got cheaper the more children that you added. But again, we never really talked about that. We didn't make that a big priority because we really focused on the families that had one infant child because, again, that's not only what we found to be most popular in terms of demographics for our memberships, but we knew that our membership was going to be most valuable to them because they didn't really have a lot of other options when it comes to play. Now, I also want you to consider tiered pricing, so something like a silver, gold, or platinum membership. So you can have open play only. That can be the basic membership. Then your next tier could be open play and events or classes, similar to how Village Play or Gentle Hands price their memberships. Or you can do open play plus an online element. Or you can bundle all sorts of different offers together, in which case the more they enroll in, the more that they save in terms of customers. So for example, let's say you have an online membership where you deliver Sensory bin checklists or a sensory bin um, subscription box or something like that. Let's say you have either an online downloadable membership option or a physical product membership. You can combine that with your physical Open Play membership in a way that somebody can just buy the physical subscription box or purchase the online membership and not even be in your area. So this is where we really talk about combining different membership models. So for play spaces that have an open play membership, I really want you to think outside of the box. And that's going to be your play of the day today is to figure out how you can integrate different components based on your revenue streams, based on what your facility does best into your open play membership to make it even more compelling. And I absolutely love that a lot of indoor play spaces are adding online or physical product memberships so that they can really increase their revenue potential. Because like I said, you can now serve if you add physical products or an online membership option and make that its own tier. You can now reach people that are 60, 70, thousands of miles away even. And again, it's really going to skyrocket your customer base and skyrocket your revenue potential. So your play of the day today is to consider those three steps to pricing your membership. So again, number 1, define your ideal customer avatar, number 2, figure out how you're going to differentiate your offer, and then number 3, figure out how you can price your offer and integrate your membership offer with your other other offers to make them easily discernible so that it's an easy sell for your team and for your customers. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about promoting and selling your memberships in another episode. But again, your play of the day is to think about those three pricing steps and then to also get creative and think about what tiers you can offer, what online components you can offer, how you can bundle things that you're already doing in your business, likes events and classes to, like I said, make your membership offer even more valuable and even more enticing. All right. I will see you guys this week at the free membership workshop. If you're listening to this episode after it gets released and you miss the workshop, that's okay. There is going to be a waitlist open for next year's workshop. Yep. That's right. This workshop is only once a year. So if you're listening to this episode as it gets released, I will see you there. And we will learn a lot more about pricing and creating different tiers of your membership and adding online components there. All right. Have a good day, playmakers.